0: Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, The Fan, streaming at kliz.com. And find us wherever you go searching for your podcasts, also at Lakes, Woods, and Irons. That thanks to our sponsors, Ernie's on Gull, open year-round for great dining and just a fantastic overall experience. And Whitefish Golf, one of Minnesota's premier golf courses, check out Whitefish Golf for a wonderful day. Chris, uh, another week in the books and uh, quite a, uh, hectic and fun week out here at uh, Craigens. We're sitting in your in your uh, golf shop right now in your office and the rains are coming down but we're, we snuck inside quick and uh, had a great segment with Scott Stevens which we'll uh, pr- uh, have later in the show. Young golfer who I played in the Pro-Am with today. Just a terrific young guy. So that'll be fun to hear. And uh, lots going on this week at Craigens but lots going on on tour as well. The FedEx uh, kind of right down to it now.
1: Yeah, uh, finals of the FedEx Cup this week. BMW Championship was fantastic. Um, You know, quite a leaderboard. Corey Corey Connors, excuse me, uh, Patrick Cantlay, uh, shooting two under in the final round to win by one. Uh, Scott Sainz, Xander Shoffley, Scotty Scheffler, Adam Scott, one of my favorites, finished fifth. Corey Connors, uh, fifth, I, I I was hoping that our friend Derek Ingram was going to be here this week, but yeah. he is uh, he's actually at the Tour Championship in Atlanta with, with Corey, which is, is really cool. And uh, Rory McIlroy finishing ninth, so yeah, quite quite a leaderboard, quite a finish for uh, for the second event of uh, three in the FedEx Cup.
0: In your profession, Chris, uh, wouldn't it be fun to say, yeah, I'm the guy who. Uh,
1: Designed Adam Scott's golf, <laughs> 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 but, uh, wow, yeah, you know Adam um, worked with, you know, Australia, and he, uh, you know, Greg Norman did a lot for Adam Scott in his golf game, and uh, Adam Scott really copied his swing from Tiger Woods and watched many many hours of Tiger video. And then uh then Adam to work with Butch Harmon the same time that, you know, he was working with Tiger, so you got to spend a lot of time with him and uh gosh, one one of the great uh great swings in the world of
0: golf. Right, right. Kinda like watching couples back in the day on tour, quite yeah. quite similar, just uh, you don't know, you know how they ever miss it miss hit anything. The swings are so
1: perfect. Well, it just looks so simple and uh so fluid and not uh there, there's just not a lot of there's no excess movement in that golf swing and that's why it looks so good yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's terrific
0: <clears throat> next step in the fedex is the uh we've talked about it in previous years too it's not it's not definitely not my favorite there's the a top thirty I don't mind that at all if they would let them all start even but they, by giving guys two shot lead then the next guy gets two more then then one and one after that so if you're starting in 10th you're about eight shots back or something like that to begin the day
1: yeah it's it's such an odd way to conduct uh it, it's like a handicapped event yeah um and i i, th- I think uh going forward I, I would be very surprised if you see the same format with all the changes that are being made on tour and uh there, there were there were some big announcements today um from the tour about uh you know just some changes in the schedule in this uh uh this kind of elite series that they're that they're proposing and are are going to do in some format that uh that Tiger and Rory are very involved in and uh you know I think last week on the show we had talked about this this kind of player meeting Uh, among the top players prior to the to the BMW championship in Delaware that Tiger flew in for and I think um, you know unlike the past I think the tour is making some very rapid changes to uh, to try to accommodate the best players and keep the you know keep the very best players in the PGA Tour so uh, it's going to be interesting to see I hope you know it, it will if Hopefully they'll change the FedEx Cup in its current format, uh, especially for the Tour championship. and so it's it, it just it, it would hold my interest much more, and I think a lot of people,
0: yeah, yeah, I do too. We can talk more about it later, but that uh, kind of tour within a tour or that's gonna be interesting with the maybe the top sixty players getting yeah. special treatment for lack of a better word, so. Uh, yeah, that'll be interesting.
1: I you know, on on the surface I I think it's fantastic and it yeah. kind of it, it kind of ensures that the you know, let's say the top 30 to 50 players all play you know, 12 to 15 events a year together. You know, so it's it it, it would be uh, I just think it would be would be fantastic for golf, fantastic for golf viewership. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, you you, you got to have you've got to have the Rorys and the Justin Thomases uh, and Tigers and the players that truly move the needle that people want to see. I, I mean, every anybody that's on the PGA Tour is a is a fantastic player, but there there are really probably only you know thirty to forty players that can win on a regular basis and that's that's who you want to that's who you want to watch sure exactly you know? yeah yeah
0: you're listening to lakes woods and irons we'll be back with a segment with scott stevens a good young professional who's just playing on the fortinet cup and doing quite well and we'll be back with that interview right after this welcome back to lakes woods and irons with chris foley colin mcdonald with you 1380 kliz the fan also find us at kliz.com And streaming at Lakes, or and podcasting at Lakes Woods and Irons. Thanks in part to our sponsors, Mills Automotive, celebrating 100 years in the Brainerd Lakes area, and Craigans Legacy Courses, home to the CRMc Classic, which we is underway uh, tomorrow as we speak. And the pro am today, we just got done with that, and uh, have a nice uh, young man with us, Scott Stevens, who's doing quite well on the Fortinet uh, PGA Canadian Tour. Welcome, Scott. Thank you.
1: Glad to uh, be with you all got your, uh, uh, your fourth in the points ring. you've won one time on, uh, on the Canadian tour. Uh, you know Canadian Tour is a great stepping stone. If you finish top five you're exempt for the Corn Ferry Tour. so Correct. T- tell us about your experience how long have you been playing the uh, uh, Canadian tour?
2: So this is actually my first year up here um, playing the Canadian Tour and it's my first time having status on a PGA Tour sanctioned um, tour, I guess. So um, it's been a lot of learning up here. It's been a lot of fun and a lot of good golf and just kind of, like I said,
1: just kind of learning as we go since this is my first year up here. That's fantastic, and where where were you? You you graduated in 2019 from the University of South Carolina, which we'll talk about in a little bit because we've got a bunch of mutual friends. Uh, What have you been doing since 19 as far as playing professionally? So I
2: stayed AM the summer of 19. um, Just wanted to try to play the USAM again and see if anything happened there. Um, And then turned pro for Corn Ferry Q School that year. Went through Q School, didn't make it through. And then COVID hit, so that was a pretty long break. Unfortunate timing, um, but something everybody had to deal with and then beyond that just a bunch of mini tour events down south g pro tour swing thought tour and then last year i ended up playing six corn fairs actually Great. i mondayed into a couple of them got a couple of exemptions and then top 25 and one of them and then qualified for the end of the year um tournament based on how many points i had so um just a little bit of everything, really. Monday qualifiers, mini tour events, and then fortunately played a few corn fairies last year. So that definitely helped prepare me for the Canadian tour a little bit. Yeah. So it wasn't too
1: much of a shock when I got up here. T- talk about those Monday qualifiers. Those are, um, you know, if if there's a great Twitter account called Monday Q Info that really follows all the developmental tours uh, and talks a lot about Monday qualifying and I mean to qualify on Mondays on the Corn Ferry or the PGA Tour every week it's 64, 63 uh, to qualify or plays off I mean you have to shoot 8, 9, 10 under and you may not get in. Yeah (laughs) Monday qualifiers there it's a
2: brutal life to be honest Um, but with COVID I didn't have status anywhere, so with COVID, I felt like, I mean, that's the only way I can get on, get in a corn Ferry event, so I decided to take that route and play some of the Monday qualifiers that were close by, but like you said, it's, it's tough. You can shoot seven or eight under, get in a playoff, not make it, shoot six or seven under, not even get in a playoff, and... I mean you just go home after that you <laughs> don't get it. there's no no prize for barely missing it's a i guess a pat on the back you almost made it but definitely some lonely times you travel 10 to 12 hours to try to monday qualify miss by one you drive right back home so Yikes. some long car rides home and but i mean everybody kind of goes through it but it's definitely after being on this tour it's nice not having to play monday qualifiers for once because it's a Stressful, and it's a cruel world out there.
1: Yeah, it's very cruel, and uh, you know, it, I I always think i I'm talking about you know the the biggest trait to be a champion is you have to have incredible emotional resilience, and to be to play on the developmental tours and work your way up takes just incredible emotional resilience and uh, just mo- self motivation to be able to to be able to get to where you're at, it takes a lot. It does, and a short memory for sure, for <laughs> sure. Um,
2: but, yeah, just, I mean, really just try to find confidence in whatever you can. Like, if you miss by one, I mean, you know you played. You played well. Yeah. You didn't make it, but you still played well, and you just try to put it behind you and take the confident confidence where you can, and, you know, maybe, maybe the next Monday qualifier, next tournament you play in is the one where you make it through so you just kind of keep trying to get better and you know maybe that next one is one where you get your your lucky break or your good break and you take advantage of it
0: to stay top five you've had to have a uh, quite a consistent year on the on the uh, pga tour canada
2: yeah um it's honestly i have i've had a little bit of an inconsistent year which oh really it's interesting yeah because um, the way the tour or the points work they're pretty top heavy So once I won, um, I won the first tournament of the year, so I got a bunch of points for that, and then I think I missed my next three out of four cuts. Okay. Um, so, and then I played well last week. I topped 10 last week, which was nice. But, um, like I said earlier, just, like, being up here, just having to learn a lot, and after my win, um, you always, everybody expects to win when they come to a tournament. Um... But being the first, my first Canadian tournament, like I knew I was playing well, but I don't know if I actually expected myself to win. So it was definitely a dream start, but it was kind of a learning curve after that, because that was the biggest win I had had. Um, so I kind of put some expectations in my head that I probably shouldn't have and got distracted kind of by the the cup, the Fortinet cup lists and kind of what that entails if you're top five. So I got distracted by a few things um so it just kind of had to learn even after i won learn some new things about myself and kind of how to think myself around the golf course but um starting to get more consistent like you said so <laughs> hopefully have a consistent consistent finish to the year and finish in the top five top 10 or maybe even first
0: talk about your game a little what do you think the strengths are
2: i would say definitely my ball striking um Usually really consistent, hit a lot of greens, um, good long iron player, um, and my putting feel like has gotten a lot better over the past couple of years, a lot more consistent. Um, it would be a little streaky here and there, but I feel like I've really worked hard on that and gotten that a lot more consistent on a day-to-day basis, but my, my strength would definitely be my ball striking, hit a lot of greens, give myself a lot of birdie looks, and try to play stress-free golf for the most part.
1: <laughs> yeah. it's got the, um, this is the first PJ Tour Canada event, actually, in the U.S., and um, you've been at, uh, I think you got into town late Monday. What uh, Give us some feedback on, uh, on the legacy and, and the venue and what, what you think
2: so far. So far, it's been Awesome. Um, It's funny that you say this is the first tournament back in, or the first PGA Canada tournament in the States. I keep having to remind myself that I'm not in Canada (laughs) (laughs) anymore, Um, but the course has been awesome. The hospitality just around the tournament has been great. The course is in awesome shape, great layout. It's going to be a good test this week, and we were lucky enough to go on a fishing trip Monday night, actually, when I got in. Um, so that was a good start to the week. It was nice being out on the lake and kind of see more of the more of the town and not just the golf course, which we spend so much time at. Yeah,
1: you know, that's a great spot. And how you know there is some great golf in Canada. And uh, what what's your your experience been with some of those uh, those Canadian golf courses? It's been good so far. Most of the
2: courses we've played. Um, they're pretty short and tight, I guess. Um, we've kind of nicknamed it like the three iron tour or the two <laughs> iron tour. Other than last week, we just there's the courses you don't hit a ton of drivers, um, so you gotta be you gotta be accurate. And we've played a wide variety of courses. We have played some tight ones, some open ones, but it just seems like we don't hit a ton of drivers on, <laughs> on that tour, which is I'm sure is not all of Canada, but just the courses we've played so far. But just being in Canada, it's been a lot of fun traveling across the country and seeing different places and seeing different courses.
0: I'm guessing after playing together today, I was in the pro am lucky enough to play with Scott. You kind of like taking that driver out of the bag. (laughs) It is nice to hit the, (laughs) hit the big dog.
2: So I just got a new driver and I've been hitting it well so far. So this is a
1: good course to hit driver and see what happens. You know, um, Let's talk a little bit about our, our South Carolina connections. And a uh, good friend of the show are uh, the, the Bryant brothers and, and their dad, George. And uh, I know you've, you've spent some time with George and Wesley, and a lot of people are familiar with them because of their, uh, uh, all the trick shots they, they do on YouTube. Uh, uh, tell us about those guys, and if, if you've learned some, some things through, about golf through
2: them. Yeah, they've been awesome, especially especially Wesley, because he lives in Columbia, um, where I live now, and he kind of took me and another one of my teammates under his wing when we turned pro, Um, so just learning from him different things, kind of how to navigate pro golf, the PGA Tour, um, and just watching him practice, honestly, just, I mean, you don't even have to talk to him, really, just watching how he does things, how he practices, how he prepares, for tournaments has been cool and definitely learn a lot from him and he definitely keeps things loose. <laughs> he keeps <Yeah>. things fun. <laughs> um, but in the, yeah, and George got to know him quite a bit uh, with their YouTube channel. Been on a few. of
0: <laughs> Yeah. You've his, been in some, haven't you? He,
2: yeah. been in a couple of his videos, so he's awesome. He's done a great job with the YouTube channel and um, yeah, what a, what a great family. and we,
1: we, we talk a lot about practice on the show and, uh, the Bryans have one of the coolest tracks' I've ever seen and with, uh, you know, basically they have these areas cut out through the trees and different greens and distances. Yeah. And Have you had a chance to practice at their... Uh... I've not. I've never
2: been there. I've seen it in videos yeah. on YouTube, but I've never had the chance to actually go
1: to their practice facility. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, if you want to get in some some purposeful practice that is a That's the place uh, to go it's an incredible spot what they've done and uh, you really have to be creative in your practice there and it's you're not just going there to to beat balls and and uh, yeah. work on your swing you really have to uh, uh you have to take golf shots there so. and you can see
2: that in in their games because anytime wesley needs to hit a creative shot needs to curve one left or right he i've never seen anyone better than him i mean he'll hit a 30 yard hook and it's heading right at the pin so yeah <laughs> you can see how definitely
0: benefited them i think that's why bubba watson likes those two so much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> similar games a little exactly. bit they can both work
2: the ball exactly.
0: are you second into social media a little bit the way they are or what are you um i'm into social media yeah yeah Twitter,
2: Instagram, I'll probably spend a little too much time on there. Yeah, that's the that's the way of the world now. Yeah, that's the what, new thing. YouTube and what 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 are your uh, what are your social media handles,
1: Scott?
2: Um, my Instagram is Scoot Stevens twenty one, I think. Okay, and then Twitter, I'm not exactly sure. I think it's just like Scott Stevens, yeah, and right. then maybe a number after. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what that one is.
0: <laughs> Scoot, probably your nickname out there on tour, is it? With it some is, of the guys, yeah. yeah.
2: And some people, if you watch the Brian Bros YouTube, some people call me cardboard. So that's more of a Brian Bros thing, because Wesley nicknamed me that because I was wearing some pants that were, I guess, cardboard colored. <laughs> so that stuck in the YouTube world. But most people call me Scoot out there.
0: <laughs> Progressing through the season now, your top five, which could be very important down the road. Uh, how many tournaments left, and uh, till, till you finalize that position. So there's three tournaments total left.
2: We got this one here in Minnesota. um, Then next week in Kelowna, back in Canada. And then the Tour Championship after that. So two regular season tournaments and then the Tour Championship, which is top 60 on the points list.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Nice. Scott, thanks for taking the time. Uh, Really appreciate it. Got anything
1: else, Chris? No, Scott, thank you very much. Uh, Hopefully you play well this week. And... uh, stay inside that uh that top five that would be a great uh great way to finish off 22. It's got to be good luck we played together today and then his jersey
0: is hanging right next to you (laughs) his his caddy bib for for tomorrow and uh Scott again appreciate you taking the time we always talk about how many great people are in the world of golf and it was a pleasure to play with you today
2: it was awesome it was a great time out there and thanks for having
0: me on that's Scott Stevens who knows maybe wins this weekend You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, the fan. Also, find us at KLIZ.com and wherever your podcasts are sold. (laughs) You can find us as well. That thanks in part to our sponsors, Gravel Pit Golf, Brainerd, Minnesota's newest golf experience. Also, holiday stores in Cross Lake and Mill Avenue. And Maury's Seafood in Baxter and Motley with the finest walleye. fish, herring, and seafood, as Paul says, eat more fish. Kind of have a unique segment uh, for you here. We had an opportunity to talk to a lot of players this week and the uh, commissioner of the PGA Tour Canada and some great uh, uh, Craigens uh, guys. You'll recognize Jack and Eric here in this uh, next segment. We'll just kind of put some together, some various conversations we had. They'll be back-to-back, but we talked to a lot of people takes a lot of people to put together this great event. The Fortinet Cup is here, coming to Brainerd P- PGA Tour Canada for the first time in the United States, and the CRMC Classic here in, uh, here in Brainerd at Craigens, and here are a few of those conversations for this segment. We'll start with Parker Cootie. He is Charles Coote's uh, grandson, and uh, just tore it up on the PGA Tour Canada last week, shot 27 under par. Modest young guy, hard to get that out of him. But here's Parker. Uh, Parker, uh, tell us a little story. You, you, you kind of tore it up in Winnipeg. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Had some some good golf. <laughs> You're uh, kind of maybe a next wave. Your your brother is quite a good player. He won on the on the Corn Ferry tour, I understand. Yes, yeah. And uh, how many events have you played in? This is my. This will be my seventh event. Seventh event, you go. He's, he's not gonna brag about it, but he shot twenty seven under par and was it seventeen under on the last thirty six? Uh it was seventeen under on the first thirty six and then ten on the only ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last. Parky was saying some of the uh guys are happy to get a get a uh PGA Tour Canada kinda dipping into Minnesota, kinda fun.
3: Yeah, no, really looking forward to I mean Canada the fans I guess have been great up there, but it's always nice to play in the States. You got any uh
0: Bragging rights with brother now. I'm sure he lets you know when he won, and probably vice versa.
3: A little bit, yeah, no, but I mean, he he went on the corn fair, so that's the next step for me, at least. But now it's it's awesome, like our competition back and forth.
0: You just kind of progress along in high school, and then college at, at Texas, and you just got done there, uh, and. Uh, missed the you said the missed the first couple events because you were at the uh, the college championships right
3: yes sir yeah yeah missed the first event so
0: ncaa is how'd that go
3: good the team we won yeah yeah so it was a lot of fun it was worth it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i saw that on tv though yeah, yeah well ut kind of flies a pretty proud flag anyway and then you win it nice going <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> what do you expect out here you've, you've probably uh, toured the course once or twice what do you think
3: yeah, I've I've only seen the front nine so far. I'll see the rest today in this program, but, uh, I mean, it looks great. Uh, the course isn't, at least the front nine, I'm sort of the back nine as well. is in great shape, and, I mean, it's a really, I mean, aesthetically looking, like, good-looking golf course, if that makes sense. But, no, really looking forward to this week, and it looks like it's going to be a good week. Parker, thanks for taking the time.
0: Parker Cootie, probably one of the favorites this week at the CRMC Championship at Craigens. We also had a chance to sit down with Andrew Israelson, familiar name to many of you who played his high school golf at Staples, Bill Israelson's son. So here's that here's that conversation with Andrew. All right, Mac, broadcasting live from the CRMC Championship. PGA Tour Canada is in town, uh, the Fortinet Cup. Uh, Fortinet Cup will be on the line here in the next uh, few weeks, so fun to have some pros in town and fun to have some uh, local pros that you're going to be uh, familiar with. Andrew Israelson is uh, joining me this morning and uh, it's Pro-Am day out here, and then uh, the tournament starts, of course, Thursday through Sunday. Should be a lot of fun. Andrew, uh, a lot of our listeners familiar with your career at uh, Staples High School, and you went to college at NDSU. Tell me how the uh, uh, what's happening with the professional career.
4: Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's exciting um, to get off to a, kind of a, a good start as a pro. I've been a pro for about a year now. Um, had some nice success on some mini tours. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's been a real grind for sure is the best way to describe it. You're on the road quite a bit away from, away from your family and friends. Um, But at the same time, it's kind of what you got to do. It's the process of, you know, making the, making a higher tour or making the PGA tour eventually. Um, So it's nice to get reps in and play, you know, different, different areas of the country. But um, it's nice to get into a couple events like this every year too.
0: The uh, guys were telling me you and uh, uh, Thomas Lehman played together a little bit in the past, once in a while.
4: Yeah, or I've, against uh, each other, I should I, say. <laughs> I played. Yeah, I played a few times against Tom. Um, um, we played one time in the Resorters. Um, it's kind of cool. He had his dad was caddying for him, so that was kind of neat. And he goes, "So where's your dad at?" And on the first day, I go, <laughs> "He won't be caddying for me." But um, that was fun. Um, yeah, we played a, a number of times together in amateur golf. I don't know if we've ever played. Any professional rounds together. Um, I think he's a year or two older than I am. He might be, might have been a pro for one or two years longer than me. But yeah, it's exciting. Um, so exciting to see some familiar faces like Tom, and then guys like uh, Thomas Longbella and Van Holmgren. Um, other two guys that you know, Van was on my uh, my college team for for a few years, so that's really cool that he's out here. And I've known Tom since I was a kid, so it's been. It'd cool to see some familiar faces,
0: and this is as close as you'll get, Andrew. I'm sure in your uh, until you've settled somewhere long long term, but this is kind of home court advantage a little bit.
4: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. It's it's nice to have a little local vibe going on. Um, you know, I've grown up around the Brainerd Lakes area, I've played these courses a lot, um, but it'll be a little different with this routing of the course and the redesign of some of the holes. But yeah, I'm excited to kind of show. Uh, show off the, the Brainerd, Staples Staples Motley kind of uh, just, yeah, talent.
0: Free event out here, probably get some uh, local fans probably cheering you on, I hope.
4: Yeah, yeah, hopefully hopefully there's a lot of support. Um, I know there'll be, you know, my fa- family and some of my friends will be out here. Hopefully there'll be a, some people that I maybe don't know or never met and maybe some other kids maybe inspire some younger, younger youth to come out and play. But um, it's just cool to have an event kind of in your backyard.
0: Um. Andrew, good luck this weekend. Thank you. Glad to see you. You're listening to Lakes, Woods & Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Some of our conversations that happened during CRMC Championship Week leading up to it, we were fortunate enough to get Scott Pritchard, Executive Director of the PGA Tour Canada, on with us. Mac reporting on the CRMC Championship at Craigens as the PGA Tour Canada comes to town. Fantastic event for the Brainerd Lakes area and for Minnesota. Uh, Fortinet Cup is on the line for these young men and uh, CRMC championship here at Craigens. And fortunate enough to have the executive director of the PGA Tour Canada, Scott Pritchard, with us on the phone. Scott, I know you're coming down to the tournament, but uh, uh, what a thrill to have the tour tour here uh, in Minnesota.
5: Yeah, definitely. We're very excited to have the first event uh, being played on PGA Tour Canada outside of Canada. Uh, at Brainerd and it's been a long time coming we uh, we actually started working on this event to bring it to fruition in, in 2019 and then everybody knows what happened and uh, so this is the inaugural event in Minnesota and I can tell you that our staff and I think more importantly our players because a lot of them are American as you probably know are very excited some would say super excited to have a, a home game in some respects at uh, Craig and
0: tell us a little bit about the tour Scott how it how it works uh, it's kind of the uh, stepping stone obviously to the PGA tour is what these young men hope to achieve and uh, certainly some guy some major major league players have come through PGA Tour Canada
5: yeah, definitely. So PGA Tour Canada is essentially the first step, or what we call the path to the PGA Tour, starts here in Canada. Um, so we've had 54 players that have played PGA Tour Canada that have eventually made it to the PGA Tour. And, and some of the bigger names that your your audience will know are players like Tony Finau, uh, Canadian Corey Connors, who are both playing in the in the FedEx Cup playoffs at the in the Tour Championship this week in Atlanta. Um, Mackenzie Hughes, another Canadian player that that's done quite well. Um, Mark Hubbard is a name. Tom Hoagie, you know, from your area in some respects, yeah. uh, played up here. So, so we've had a, a, a good um, a good number of players. Like I said, 54 that have played on our tour now on the PGA Tour, and uh, we've got 17 wins uh, from our from that contingent of, of players that have graduated graduated from PGA Tour Canada, and another 50. Plus wins on the Corn Ferry Tour, so these are some of the top up-and-coming players in the world, and, and like you said, their their goal is to get to the PGA Tour.
0: Had quite an event just a week ago, and uh, Parker Cootie, uh, who's interesting, bro- his brother won on the uh, Corn Ferry Tour, and now he's got a win. Mm-hmm. I wonder how the bragging rights are in that family. <laughs>
5: yeah well i mean they they've got a lot to accomplish because their grandfather is charles cootie who won the masters in 1971 uh so uh, you know a very uh uh, great golf lineage in that family but but certainly those two players are are players to watch in terms of getting to the pga tour um soon and you know uh pearson who won on the corn trade tour like you mentioned uh, has the opportunity to, to make it to the PGA Tour next year, and you never know with Parker. I mean, this this win for him uh, will give him a lot of confidence heading into the, the, the season's end here and in, in the quest for the Fortinet Cup, like you mentioned. But yeah, you know, tremendous players, and I mean, there's a lot of, uh, I would say right now on our tour, it's probably one of the most competitive seasons we've ever had in terms of the level of competition. Um, Parker won. He shot 27 under at, at Southwood in, in Winnipeg. Uh, I mean, those numbers are, are, you know, hard to fathom as a, as you know, an amateur player. So it'll be interesting to see how the, the players uh, fare at Craigans. Um, but but certainly, you know, it's all going to be based on conditions. In in Winnipeg, the course that we played there, pretty pretty open. It's a link style golf course, and there was really no wind at all last week. So. The guys just went out and fired at the flag, so we'll see what what'll happen this week.
0: Yeah, it's forecast for very friendly conditions. We'll see if that happens. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Minnesota, a little bit like parts of Canada, you know, we want to wait for the weather. Wait fifteen more minutes, and
5: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and
0: it might just change. So, Scott, sure appreciate appreciate you taking the time and have safe travels coming down. Are you? Do you get to just about every tournament, Scott?
5: I do, I do, and this one was certainly uh, circled on the calendar as a a highlight, like I said, the inaugural event. I've been to Brainerd a few times, uh, uh, you know, leading up to the event, and I'm I'm very excited to to get there and spend the weekend at Craigens Resort.
0: Appreciate the time. That is Scott Pritchard, PGA uh, Executive uh, Director of the PGA Tour Canada. Today's broadcast sponsors include Brothers Motorsports, Crosswoods Golf, and 371 Furniture. And finally, we were able to track down this very busy man during CRMC Championship Week. <laughs> Mac from the CRMC Championship at Craigens PGA Tour Canada comes to town, the Fortinet Cup on the line for these guys. And I've got uh, Eric Peterson, Craigens General Manager, with me. Uh, Eric, it seems like uh, uh, this is a, a fair amount of time coming with uh, COVID getting in the way a couple of years. and. Uh, about four years of planning and it's finally here and the CRMC Championship is underway. And uh, we want to invite people out to see this extraordinary brand of golf.
6: Absolutely, we couldn't be happier to be, uh, have people come out and and see what we have going on out here at Craigens and at the Legacy. It really, when you drive in, I was just talking to you and said, what'd you think when you came in? And we got the banners up, they got the flags up around the putting green for all of the countries that the players are from. And then, uh, and then the whole course. We got some bleachers here on 18. We got this VIP tent. It really does feel like a, a tour event's happening right here in Brainerd.
0: The VIP is an opportunity for people still. You can get a $100 VIP ticket every day of the tournament, I think, right?
6: Yes, so we are selling individual tickets for the VIP section. It is $100, but that is overlooking the 18th hole. It's a deck. We got some tents out here. It is complimentary food and beverage out here, so um, you get to be really part of the uh, the fun atmosphere on the 18th hole.
0: Oh yeah, it's gonna it's a actually it's a bargain. I'm sitting here right now, in fact. <laughs> it's gonna be a bargain for everybody. I also, want to invite? Uh, we got a really fun event Saturday night. You got a concert. Uh, Last hole, last putt is the out for the day, and then the concert starts.
6: Yeah, so we're really excited, you know. Part of uh, any of these events is kind of making it a more than just a golf tournament, right? It needs to be an event, an experience, and uh, we have a great band, Mason Dixon Line, coming out, and they literally were gonna putt out that last putt. We estimate that to be right around that six o'clock time, give or take, right? So don't be late if you're coming out for the concert. <laughs> but uh, as soon as that last putt drops, band's going to jump on the stage and probably start within 15, 20 minutes after that last putt. It's right basically on the 18th green is where the uh, band is playing so that your VIP ticket, you know, in that VIP area is where it's taking place. We will open the VIP section up after that last putt so all everybody coming to the concert can kind of experience the VIP area. Nice. And uh, also be able to get a great view of the band.
0: Since I've been talking to you the last few years, you've always got about a 1,000 irons in the fire. We'll get this tournament finished on Sunday, and then you can open the layman course.
6: Yeah, just (laughs) another small event there, right, Mac? Um, No, we're really excited about that. Obviously, this tournament's been a long time coming, Um, actually much longer than the planning for an expansion that we've had. So we actually started planning the expansion just over two years ago. Whereas this tournament that you mentioned is probably about three and a half years in the making.
0: <laughs> well, you get to take one deep breath on Sunday night and then you're back at it, Eric, okay? Yes, thank you. Eric Peterson, General Manager here at Craigens. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. And uh, just a little flavor from the week at Cragans CRMC Championship, PGA Tour Canada in town. It's been a uh, fantastic opportunity for the community. And uh, thanks to everybody involved. Thought you might be interested in some of those conversations we had this week on Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, The Fan, and uh, streaming at kliz.com. Also find us on podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Lakes, Woods, and Irons, you can find us. That thanks in part to our sponsors, SCR Northern, the guys who answer the phones 24-7. And Emily Greens, where golf is all about fun, at Emily Greens, all about uh, professionalism and work for golf here at Craigens this week with all these young uh, pros. Chris, yeah. you're out on the range uh, pretty much uh, 24 hours a day, and uh, you've seen a lot of young guys work their games.
1: Oh, it's 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 been really fun. I mean, I, yeah, I I love love the atmosphere and and love just watching these and th- these guys and. Uh, love high-level tournament golf, you know, and I, 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 fortunately I get to spend a lot of time around it. And uh, you know, just some cool observations uh, that I've seen, uh, you know, we had we had Dr. Morris Pickens on a couple weeks ago and he talked about these guys preparing for tournaments and that just that they, they're they so much more efficient with their time uh, today than let's say the tour player of, of 20 years ago. But you know the one. The one thing I notice on the range is um, when they come out, if they're going to play in general, they're just getting loosened up. All they're doing is is getting their bodies ready to go play golf. But when they're practicing, they're definitely practicing with intent and with a purpose. And if if you stand on the on the tee line, one of the things you'll see is. Um, almost every single player has some type of alignment aid on the ground so that they, they, you know, they have a practice station and they're making sure that their bodies are aligned to their target, which is, is really important. And every shot they're hitting, they've got a target in mind. And so many of us don't do that. Uh, and then secondly, Many of them are practicing with with some type of technology, whether it's TrackMan or with a Foresight GC Quad. Uh, you see a few players with uh, with scope, but primarily primarily TrackMan or, or or Foresight. And then a lot, of, almost everybody at some point is, is is videoing their swing and taking a look. So they they've all they've got a plan. Uh, they're either you know working on a change, or they're working on maintenance, and they're they're hitting shots that are uh, that they're going to find on the golf course. And then um, one of the really cool things is watching them pra- practice their short games, and it's really interesting how many of the guys work on their short games together. And we've got if you're familiar with the. The number one green of the par three golf course. Uh, we've got that set up as a short game area, and we've got three pins in the green. And what you'll see is guys are practicing from all over, you know, from all over those the green, uh, hitting different shots because there's there's such a variety of shots you can hit: shots out of the rough, shots out of the the fringe or the short grass, uh, where you have to hit. High pitches or running type chips, and what you'll see out here is a lot of guys are practicing together where they're they're competing, doing that, and that that's the, that's the best form of practice is testing yourself, and um, you know it's like when you're a kid growing up and and putting for dimes or whatever it is. Sure, so it, it takes you back to yeah all the contests but, you played with. But it, it's it's really fun to see the camaraderie and just how they're doing things. And um, it's been cool for me, and you know, I know some of the players, and, and looking at some of the, the practice tools that they're using and um, that some of the same practice tools that I use and just seeing how they, they're using them, picking their brains. And I've learned a bunch of stuff just this week, how, to, uh, you know, how different, guys, different players are utilizing those tools. So it's... Uh, it's just it's great stuff and uh, you know, i'd encourage everybody to come out or put their show airs on um friday and saturday here and coming out on, on you know saturday and sunday and and just hanging out on the range a little bit and seeing the guys practice and warm up and probably come out after their rounds and um and you know and then watching the tournament itself is going to be fantastic
0: yeah and free to the public uh, well what'll be uh today and tomorrow is and it's great golf i mean these uh there's a, that level most of the guys have enough game to play at this level yeah. obviously and, and probably the next level and it gets into the mental part of the game and all those uh, tiny little things that you try to figure out as a coach and yeah. uh, how you can how you can take that next step it's not only only physical and practice
1: and short game and then the and the mental part comes in Am you I know make the top ten or not? <laughs> if you're an exempt player on this tour, you're, you're one of the top 1,200 players in the world. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> that, that, is, that is elite.
0: Out of millions and millions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. Well, you probably saw quite a variety because we were out to swing in this morning before the Pro-Am, and then uh, the pros come out, so you have to suffer through, like, my swing.
1: And then uh, a whole bunch of good swings after that. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I always say, Mac, there are no bad or good swings. Some are just more efficient than others. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, good. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> all right.
0: Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Mac. Busy week here at Craigens and a busy week for Chris Foley as always. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ.
1: We all have a lot on our plates